Anyway, a coach that has not stayed in his job is Ole Gunnar Solskjaer of Manchester United. And Ed Ahrens joins us on the line all the way from the UK. He's been kind enough to take our call again um, this evening. And Ed is a sports writer and desk editor at The Guardian Sport. He's also been here in South Africa, actually. He has written for The Citizen before when he was here. Ed, good evening. Thanks for again for speaking to us here on SAFM. No worries. How are you? No, we're fine. Thanks, Ed. Um, it was a long time coming, the sacking of Ole, the worst-kept secret, I guess. What went wrong for him at United? Well, it's, it, all, it all kind of unraveled quite quickly, didn't it, I yeah. think, in the end. I think most people thought that he wasn't really the right man from the job from the start, you know, just given his coaching credentials. But he actually, I think if you look back, he actually did quite... He, 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 he did relatively well, considering... You know, his lack of experience, uh, and, he, and he definitely sort of pulled them out of the, you know, the, the, the dark days after Mourinho left. But then this season, I think the expectation levels had really risen, especially you know, given the arrival of Cristiano Ronaldo and the return of Ronaldo, and um, you know, losing four games out of five, especially the way they lost to Liverpool last month, and and then uh, and then to City both at home. Uh, and then you know, I think I think the United ball were quite keen, to, even after those two games, to keep him. Mm. But the way that they lost to Watford uh, at the weekend was just you know made his position untenable. Um, and uh, yeah, it, it was kind of inevitable when it when it eventually happened. Yeah, and and what's your understanding now of their statement about the next manager? Ed um, Carrick is in charge. Then an interim manager will be appointed until the end of the season. Does it talk to a lack of planning, or that they don't have a successor, or is there no one available right now, or is it back to what you were saying that everything happened so quickly? It's just the man of the defeat to Watford that that was the last straw. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I think there is a, there is definitely a lack of planning, and and mm-hmm. it's surprising because you know as we say we could see the writing was on the wall. But the, what, what they've done, you know, that they decided to, to give it to Michael Carrick, who was an assistant under Solskjaer, which has received some criticism. Of you know, a lot of people would like to see all of the coaches gone. <laughs> but obviously, somebody has to take <laughs> charge of the team at the moment. Um, and, and, and the idea that they're going to get an interim manager until the end of the season and then get a manager at the end of the season is it, it, kind of good in theory, but I'm not sure who's going to come in, who's going to want to come in just to the end of the season. A lot of names flying around, like even Steve Bruce is being mentioned, oh. the famous former Man United captain. So um, it, it's interesting. Yeah, it, it's a really smack of a lack of thing. But long term, I think they're hoping that they might get their man that they've been after for a while, which is probably Maurizio Pochettino, by the looks of things. Before we get to Pochettino, what happens if Carrick goes on a good run? Then do you see him staying until the end of the season, or are they adamant that they will appoint a caretaker manager? Well, he says today that he's prepared to do it for as long as possible. But, oh. yeah, I think it seems from, you know, they, they, they said it in their statement uh, when Sosko was sat that that's what they were going to do. I think it's surprising that they, they you know, they laid that on the table so early. They obviously thought about that and said that on purpose. So they probably have got somebody lined up. But, um, you know, Carrick has got a bit of experience. He, he worked on the Mourinho before as well. But as I said, uh, you know, the, the coaches are kind of tainted with this as well. It's not like, a lot of them, uh, you know, being blamed for, for poor form as well. It's not, it's not just Solskjaer, I think. Yeah. For those just joining us, we're talking to Ed Ahrens all the way in the UK about the latest at Manchester United. And I know we've got a big United um, community here in South Africa. Let's take the voice notes that have come through on 061 
Uh, good evening, Tabiso, and good evening to your guest. Um, it's Libra here. I've just got a question uh, for him, and that question is, uh, what was the playing style of Manchester United under Ole Gunnar Solskjaer? What was the identity of the team? What was his philosophy? You know, because a lot of uh, pundits and legends of Manchester United, especially, you know, were saying that the team has no identity under Ole, and they were not sure how did he want his team to play. So how can you answer that question? And uh, also fans, you know, saying that the team has no identity under Ole. Um, so how can you describe uh, Manchester United under Ole, his philosophy? How did he want his team to play? Um, Libra here from um, East London. Thank you. Okay, Libra, thanks for that. Let's take that, Ed. Was, was there an identity? Was there a philosophy at Man United under Ole? It's hard. It's, it, it's horrible to say, but I don't think there was particularly one, and it's probably because he's quite a young manager. He doesn't have that much experience, and I think as a manager, it perhaps takes a bit of time to mould what you want to do. But then saying that, you know, he was there for nearly three years, so I think the philosophy from him when they were successful anyway was definitely playing on the counter attack, and, and you know they had that amazing um, away unbeaten away record in the Premier League, which you know is. is to his credit, you have to be to his credit, which only ended, ended a few weeks ago mm. against Leicester. Uh, so that is to his credit, but I think you know Man United fans wanted more than just being a counter-attacking team, having the odd good result. They wanted to build on last season and, and try and really challenge for the title, especially you know when they signed Varane and Sancho as well as Ronaldo this summer. Perhaps that was that was actually an issue because it. You know, so many, so many options to choose from, and I don't think they're really settled on his, his best team. Yeah, that's what I actually was going to ask. How much pressure would the signings of a Ronaldo and a Varane and a Sancho have put on Ole Gane Solskja? And I think that's also um, what probably led to the uh, weight of expectations from the main United fans. And then you mentioned Pochettino. He's a match as a favourite. Um, Ed, it's a surprise for some, but why would United be looking at him? Somebody that you would know well that has uh, coached at Spurs, obviously. Yeah, I think they've all, there's been a long-term admiration for him, uh, and he was definitely in the mix for it when uh, when Mourinho got it in uh, back in uh, back in 2016, I think it was. Um, and and you know, I think Pochettino's got this reputation for producing football, bringing young players through, which is exactly what Manchester United want. You know, that, that's their that's their history of have a proud history of you know. A, being in the in the in the match day squad in every match for sort of fifty years, mm. and and that's what they want. But as well as you know, dealing with all the superstars, they want somebody who's going to have a philosophy, like the caller mentioned, and, and try and bring through um, young players to, to blend into that. So I think he's he's the ideal candidate from from that respect. But whether he's you know moved on as a manager is another thing, and uh, you know PSG is a totally different job where he's dealing with lots of egos as well. So. Key thing is perhaps is that Pochettino is quite keen to come back to the Premier League and, and work for them as well. So, you know that that is something that could happen. I think. Okay, let's take more voice notes on this story of Man United and sacking their manager and what's next. Uh, good evening, Tabiso, and good evening to your guest. Um... Evening, the member Tulane from Holland. For Manchester United to revive as a big team again, they need to get a young coach, give him time to develop his squad, develop the club again. And that young coach, you can go for Zizou or go for Eric Ten Hag, one of them, or Pochettino. 
young coach gave him maybe six to ten years to develop the club. Check Liverpool, they gave club some time. Now they are competing for everything. Thanks. Okay, thanks to Lani, but wasn't Ole a young manager also? And then somebody else says the only solution to Man United would be to bring Zidane. Is he a possibility? Are they talk Well, they have been talking about him, but would he be keen? Would you know if he would be keen on this job, Ed? Zidane? Well, supposedly, I'm not entirely sure, but I think the reports in the last few, you know, sort of yesterday and then today have been that he's not, he's not that keen, especially as an interim mm. manager to the end of the season. I think... A lot of people don't really respect Zidane's managerial achievements for whatever reason. Maybe because they're he's at Madrid, you know, he won several Champions League in a row and and has proven he knows how to deal with players. And he, 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 I think actually he would do a good job of Real United. But I think that the issue with him might be his last thing. Maybe that's something he said. is the Ajax coach. And just finally, with United being eighth now, Ed, how do they salvage their season? What's the best they can do from here to please the fans? Well, they have a massive game on Tuesday night against Villarreal, first of all, and if they can, you know, they have to they have to try and get through that and uh, get into the next round of the Champions League. And, and that's going to be crucial, I think, because obviously last season that they dropped out into the Europa League in the final. And in terms of the league, you know, there's... It's safe to say they're not going to win the title this season, but yeah. you know, the, the, still something can be salvaged. There's a long way to go in the season, and uh, I think that's why people are surprised that you know, you know writing this off with an interim manager and not going all out to get somebody in now. Okay, let's leave it there. Ed, thanks again for being able to speak to us here in South Africa. We really appreciate the time you always give us. My pleasure. Thanks a lot. Thanks, guys. You can also follow him on social media, Ed Aarons. It's Ed underscore Aarons, A-A-R-O-N-S on uh, social media. You can get the latest. That also works closely 